Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Vets Beyond the Uniform, a weekly podcast that focuses on helping veterans successfully find and integrate into new careers after leaving the military service. Listen in as our hosts and guest experts share key insights on the successful programs helping veterans to enter and thrive in the civilian workforce. For more information after the program, please visit us at VetsBeyondTheUniform.com. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Vets Beyond the Uniform podcast. I am Mally Mancia, and joining me today from Vets Beyond the Uniform, I have Paul Savalani and Dave Beadle. On today's show, Paul and Dave will be talking with Chad Watts, co-founder of Scars and Stripes. Welcome, everyone. Thank you, Mally. Thank you for having us. Always a pleasure. Glad I'm here. Thanks so much yeah. for having me. Uh, you're more than welcome. Hey, Chad, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on board and glad to have you on board as a new partner as well. Really excited about that. So we're going to dive right into this. You know, you're working on a whole bunch of things. You're, you've got Scars and Stripes coffee uh, something that's been growing. You see about it all over the Instagram, social media. There's the mud runs. You've got all this great stuff happening. And we want to talk about that. And we also want to dive into a little bit into the, your new, uh, I call it a venture, your new program, Empower the Veteran. So tell us a little bit about Scars and Stripes. How did it come about? And, you know, what, what caused you to create this organization? And I know you have a partner, I think, that is a veteran as well, that is a veteran. <clears throat> Yes, that's right. Again, thanks so much for having us here. And absolutely, the partnership with you guys, uh, Best Beyond Uniform, is just, it, it's all coming together. And um, so it's its exciting to be with you guys and to, to be talking about this. But uh, I do have a partner uh, who is an Army veteran and uh, National Guard, still actually current and, and uh, active. And But uh, so we started Scars and Stripes Coffee really because my partner, he's, uh, he's, He's National Guard, so he saw the, the he loves the military side, but he also saw what it's like on the on the civilian side, and that he saw a lot of his brothers and sisters coming out, and they were not you know have a didn't have a lot of direction, where he did, and he saw that he could use the skills he learned in the military and apply them to a civilian workforce and outpace many of his counterparts, and so it, we kind of got together and, and uh, we worked for the same company. And I just thought, hey, let's let's come up with a better, a first-in-class reintegration process. And so, if we could take what makes the military so strong and adapt that to a civilian sales force, because that's what we are through and through—we're sales guys. But if, if there's a way that we can do this and um, a, apply it to something that, that a, is a workforce that managed to do this, now not, not everybody's a salesperson. But if we can just simply make you become a better communicator about what you're good at, we're going to have a better uh, a better outcome for you in civilian life. Uh, and so that's kind of what the synergy was behind Scars and Stripes Coffee. Now, as you mentioned, there's a lot of things that's kind of 
uh, evolved, if you will, over the time to make this even a better program. So, but that was the idea of, of can we make, take what the military makes it so strong, that brotherhood and sisterhood, and adapt that rank structure to an all-veteran cell force and see if we could make this thing work. And we're three years in, and it's working very well. We're gaining more steam uh, week after week. Yeah, you're being followed all over, heck, by in Instagram and social media. I think you're doing a great job. And I want to dive in a little more deeper into your mission and your purpose and how you support veterans. But one thing that we see when we go to your website and we go to your programs and we go not just to um, Scars and Stripes Coffee but Empower the Veteran is a term that you use a lot, reintegration process. Can you tell us a little bit about what you mean about reintegration Absolutely. If you if you look at um, the military uh, brothers and sisters that come out, and what what we're what we seem to research is 44% of post 9/11 veterans are having a difficult time reintegrating back into civilian life. And what it is is if you look at some of the top three, it's they don't know what their mission is anymore. They 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 don't know how to communicate what they learned in the military. And they also see a, an individualistic type society when they've come from a teamwork type society and so, or, or a surrounding organization. So they get frustrated, and they, they maybe have different language. They speak in different, speak different language. And so that's some of the things that, that we're seeing. Well, when you look and say, well, what does the military do? And as a civilian myself, uh, I, I fell into the trap of, hey, listen, you, you go serve your time in the military. You're, you're amazing. You got a big S on your chest. Thank you for everything you did for us. I'm certain that our military, that our government is taking care of your, your health care and uh, the reintegration process, and you've got direction and all these things. And man, you've, you've made it. You, you, you survived and you've made it, and, and all is well. Well, that, I, that was a very rude awakening when I started really digging deep into this and to find out that um, there isn't a lot of help post service. And so um, there is the VA, and they're inundated right now, and they're doing the best they can. But unfortunately, um, what we found uh, is, uh, for lack of a better term, and I'm, I'm using this from other military uh, friends, that it feels like there might be at some point when you get to the VA, there's what they call the brown bag of death, which is uh, <laughs> pharmaceutical. And, and I, I, I say that lightly, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but that's coming from folks that's been there, it's done it, and, and uh, maybe you can relate to this, but... Um, what we see is if we just give you a bunch of things to solve the five things that we talk about, uh, which is the high suicide rate, high unemployment, high uh, homelessness, divorce, and drug abuse, that's the symptoms. The, yeah. the problem lies in the reintegration process. If we can catch you in that gap and say, listen, um, we, we're going to take you from this point to now the next stage of your career, which is, uh, living in a civilian world, but surround you with people that you recognize, which are veterans, then we can really start to build communities of veterans, which is a sense of belonging, uh, recognition through rank structure, accountability to your brother and sister, and an earned income. So when I when you talk about that reintegration process, we're failing. We're just that simply we're just failing uh, as as a as a government, but it's going to take something unique and different to solve that problem. It's not that we don't throw a bunch of money at it from the government. Don't, don't get me wrong. You look at the numbers, there's billions of dollars trying to spend yeah. this problem, but it's going yeah. to take private industry to help come together and put this thing together. 
I agree, and I agree, and I, I and we're going to lead in here in a few minutes to talk about empower the veteran because I know you've got some some great things happening with that. So when you created Scars and Stripes, and I'm not going to take any offense with what I'm about to say because it's structured as a either Marines or Army because you have squad leaders, platoon sergeants, first sergeants. So you have a structure organization. And, of course, Navy, of course, you realize we're just lax. We don't – we just kind of fumble <laughs> around in that, so there's no structure for that. But can you tell us, was that by purpose or, you know, just did it just happen that you structured it that way? You know, we, we went back and forth on that. I, I probably would have to say that it we're in Oklahoma, it probably fell in the corner of we just have a lot of, a lot of Army veterans in Oklahoma. And, <laughs> and so that, that may be more – but we had to come up with, like – we looked at like, okay, well, district manager versus, you know, uh, you know, squad leader or vice president of sales versus uh, first sergeant. Or we wanted to come up with something, a label, and, I, and we knew we would probably at first potentially, like you said, I mean, I know you didn't take offense, but somebody might take offense to this. <laughs> but if, you, if, if you're getting offended by that, then we got a long way to go to even get you to the point where, okay, you, we're just trying to get you back on your feet, right? You can call it whatever you want to call it. But at least majority of folks are gonna at least understand a little bit. They're gonna the relate. That the, they're gonna relate some way. So yeah. that, and so we, we need to do that. But the other thing that we have, and I, you might ask, if I don't want to jump the gun here, but like um, the other thing is, you can come out as a general, you're still gonna start as a team member. It doesn't matter what rank you were in in the military, you still start as a team member and you work your way up. Yeah. Which is kind of chat to the Dave here. A couple, a couple things that I want to integrate. I understand why you did that rank structure. I was a Marine, and I still can't remember what the heck the Navy is. So nobody remembers that stuff anyway. So I'm glad okay, you got but, it. But, but Dave, I'm going to I'm going to make sure everybody knows there are Navy personnel working with Scars and Stripes. They are successful in the program. Just because you've hurt my feelings on this call, it's okay. To your point. To your point. Last week, last month. Uh, we had our a Navy guy sell ten over ten thousand dollars in one month, and not only was it a company record uh, for, for for an individual, but it was his his record too. And that that's gonna be, uh, and he's already on pace. He wants to he wants to break that. So yeah, it's yeah. There we you go. First, first guy, ten thousand. There's no need for me to remain month. on the call. Go ahead, Dave. It's all you now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, a couple a couple of real observations though that I think are are unique is that when you look at the other veteran organizations that are out there helping with the transition, and we, we like to just uh, distinguish ourselves transition versus transformation, and you fall into that category, you look at most of what they're trying to do, and they're trying to make basically that, that clean cut where, yes, you want to try to find some of the things that come with in the military, the camaraderie, the sisterhood, brotherhood, but they abandon the rank structure. And they say, okay, this is what you're going to run into this thing. Like they don't have that anymore. And I, I love the what what you guys are doing and say, okay, let's keep this because there's some value to it in what we're trying to do. I think that that's unique to your organization. You are 100% right too when you bring people in. If you were a general coming out, you started at the bottom of the rung when you went in. You were either a second lieutenant. Or if you were enlisted, you started as, a, as through the enlisted ranks and came up. So that's that also is um, consistent with what people expected in the military, and is inconsistent with what a lot of folks see on the transition piece. They say, okay, well, I was a I was a sergeant major. I should be able to jump into a VP role or uh, you know director role. Well, maybe not so much. We don't like to see people underemployed, but we also don't want to see them 
expecting to go into roles which are really beyond their scope. So I think what you guys are doing, the way you've structured this, is unique, and it makes a lot of sense. Well, Dave, I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up because it, as we've evolved and, and, and learned, the, the, when I first started this thing, I, I thought a lone wolf, here's my naivety, you know, right? A lone wolf, you know, uh, maybe a battle buddy, here's your, your, your unique URL, go sell it to your family and friends. I thought we'd have sales flooding in, we'd get motivation, people would be uh, going out and just selling coffee just based because they're a veteran and people are going to buy from a veteran. Well, what I, what I, that was me. Okay, then I went and asked my customer, what do you want, which, is, my, which are the, is the team? And the team said, we want rank structure. So a couple things I learned. Number one, a guy came and said, you're not going to be able to handle what's coming your way. I said, what do you mean? He said, you're going to get calls at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning saying, hey, I'm in trouble, I need help, and you're not equipped to help. That was the first time I realized this problem, these five symptoms that we talk about, cannot be solved by, the, by a civilian. They ha- the best person to solve this is a well-reintegrated veteran because they, they know the yep. mindset, they, and they get trust in that. And so sure enough, I started getting calls, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, I can't do this. I, have a, I take on people's like I hurt for them, but, but by that same token, what I also realized was there's a difference in a civilian buddy and a veteran buddy. And I'll give you an example, and I had to learn to talk for me. You're at your – the civilian is at their, their two-year-old uh, birthday, and it's, it's almost cake time. Uh, a veteran buddy calls, hey, can, I need your help. Can, can I, a civilian more than likely is going to say, can this wait a couple hours? I've seen it over and over. A veteran says, honey, I will get you the biggest bear that he will ever – got to go help my buddy. And they're gone, and, and that's a different mindset. And I don't know what, if that's through training or what that is, but – can we build a platform that now civilians can be involved with, which is just buy coffee, just be involved by, by, by the free market? Now, the, the other thing that I, that I learned was that once we set this structure up, I can't break rank. It's very weird, but, but it works. That's why the military works so well is that I, for a lot of times my first sergeants were so mad at me because I'd have a team member call me or get my number or – you message me, and I'd say, and they'd tell me about some idea they had. I'd say, oh, that's that's a pretty good idea. That's not something we're going to implement tomorrow. But the guy that told me that said, "Hey, Chad said we're going to implement this tomorrow because it told me it was a good idea." And the first sergeant's going, <laughs> "Chad, you cannot yeah. say that. Don't just just be happy." So the rank structure works, and 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 people have to follow that. And and so that's that's you're exactly right, and it's it's evolved into a point where at first I thought I was being a jerk. You know, and then and then people are like, no, it has to be this way. Uh, and the other thing that you learn is you've got a team member that says, you know, maybe they got to a certain rank, but they felt in their heart they should have been whatever that rank was. And they said, I had the mindset I could do it. They just didn't promote me, so I got out of the military. Well, sometimes you find out the people above you were really good at knowing what you could handle at that time. Maybe you could handle a squad, but you can't handle a platoon. Or maybe you couldn't handle a company, but you could handle a platoon. And so that's that's that. And so I made a mistake one time, and we said, let's promote this guy. And my first, they said, you're they're not ready. They're not ready. I said, no, come on, they are. I, that, yeah, they taught me they are. Well, guess what? They were right, and I was wrong. So those are some of the things that I've learned throughout this whole process. And not to say that that person wasn't able to, they just weren't ready yet. And so um, 
to your point, yes. <laughs> I had to learn it the hard way, but yes. <laughs> and it kind of evolved that way. It didn't. It wasn't the first glance that it, it was set up that way. Well, and that's a lot of what we talk about too. We discuss the the culture differences, and you are a prime example coming from the civilian perspective, and all these things that you've had to discover, like you said, the hard way along the way about the differences between culture you're used to, and the culture that the service members coming out of the military are used to. It it just it drives a ton of challenges outside of what you're doing in the rest of the civilian sector where veterans are trying to reintegrate. It, it 100% does, and I, it, what was really evident uh, was we our intentions are to have the like largest sales force, and so we come from the co- uh, corporate world of, of Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies, and when you go to a sales meeting, man, they 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 do it up, and if you make presidents, man, they do it up even more, and if you win a trip, they do it up even more. Well, the interesting thing that we found out when we had our first. It was small. It was a humble beginning, national sales meeting. We're going to have our uh, next one in June. COVID knocked last year's out. But anyway, the first year we had our national sales meeting, we had about 25 team members there. They were all our leaders at the time. And um, somebody won, obviously, the most sales, and so they were going to get top salesperson. We literally had to almost shove them up on stage and say, listen, you are going to have to take this award because they wouldn't do it. Now, if you go to a civilian sales uh, meeting – it's gonna. It's like I'll cut that guy. I don't. I deserve that. No way. Next year, I'm not even gonna clap for them. You know, <laughs> if I do, I'm gonna do it with a grimace on my face because I'm better than they are. It's just different, and I don't ever want to lose that. And that's up to us to keep that 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 fervor in there and that that passion for each other in there because that's what's gonna drive us to the to, to the next level. You know, is that that teamwork. Yeah. You know, so that's. But that's interesting. I, I was I was like. I kind of felt it, and I thought, well, because all of us are 1099s. I mean, we're, we're you know, mm-hmm. we just, you go out there. There's nobody on salary or anything like that. Whatever you, whatever you get, you earn. Uh, but you do it with the team, and it's and so that was that was a real interesting thing to almost have to force somebody to go on stage to get number one in sales, and they're they got a bonus check, and they got a plaque, and they got you know those kind of things. We're humble beginnings, but one day we're going to have where you know somebody's donating a, a big truck for you for top sales, things like that. So. Yeah, you know, the, you mentioned that uh, during our RBLP training, there was a TED Talk that talked about the difference between corporate culture and recognition and um, the military and you know how the military people kind of get pushed from behind up to the top in success, but in the corporate culture, they fight and step over everything to to get to that award, to get whatever level. And I could tell you with, with being in, I say this on, on a live or, or podcast here, that, you know, six years in Amway, getting to a very senior level, I've seen it be dog-eat-dog world to get to the top, to get to direct distributor, to get to Emerald, to get to Diamond and all those levels. And there's a, there's a lot of bodies on the side at times when, you know, to get to that, that position. So I think what you're doing is, is spot on. I wanted to ask you real quick, I know, I know Dave has a couple more questions, but when you talk about taking care of your veterans, tell me, talk to us about the vet generator, because I think that's really, really cool innovation that somebody can't check out of a site without, 20% of the uh, 20% going to a veteran. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, that was something I appreciate you asking because that's really what makes us unique. Uh, you know, when someone, because I, as we grow and, and I know we're going to get, you know, in, in today's environment, you're going to get grilled. We're in a, we're in an environment that people are going to push back. They're going to try to poke holes and that's great. So one of the things that we wanted to do and one of the things we've seen there, are, you can point at many companies where, they, they, they're all about the veteran. They get successful, and pretty soon it's kind of like 
well, how many veterans are you actually empowering and, and, and where are you going with that? And so um, what we want to do on the front end was knowing that we wanted to safeguard ourselves and the company, we said, listen, let's design a system that you know immediately where the money's going. In fact, so when you, what we did was we put together what we call the vet generator. So the vet generator is, uh, it's a lottery process, if you will. You get, once you become squad leader, you're in that one time, platoon sergeant two times, first sergeant three times. So it's a way for us to incentivize you to gain and rank monetarily. So when someone comes to the website and they don't know anybody in the system, when you click checkout, it's going to generate four veterans. It could be a Marine, could be Navy. It'll tell you the years of service, their name, a picture. Once you click, um, let's say, uh, Paul, you click Paul, and uh, that, then it directs you to Paul's website. Now you're actually on in the back end of Paul's website. So now you're attached to, to, to Paul. And so you go in there, and you say, okay, I want three bags of coffee and a shirt. Well, 20% of that sale, whatever that is, 100 bucks, 20 bucks goes directly to Paul. And, and, we, and so now, once the, the sale is completed, you're asked to follow Paul on his Instagram, Garden Stripes, and Facebook. Because what we want customers to do is say, hey, now you are attached to a veteran, and now you can follow their journey because they're leaders, and, they, and our leaders are supposed to post pictures of their team, whether it's family events, uh, uh, farmer's markets are out there, anything they're doing with their team. We want this very sticky for the public to say, wow. This is real. Wow, we're seeing Paul do better. And, oh, by the way, eventually when we get to this point we have enough leaders, it will be not only a veteran that you're empowering but one local to you because we'll have it directly uh, connected to your zip code. So if you're in California, it's only going to pull – the vet generator will only pull from the zip codes in that area. And we fully intend, obviously, to to be that big. Right now it's – we don't have enough leaders, so we just everybody's lumped into the whole country. Uh, but it's but it's a way to um, always put the veteran first. Veteran always gets. And now the funny thing is, is, is as awesome as that is, we still get the oh well, you're only paying twenty percent, and the veteran in, in the company gets eighty percent. Well, it's, it's it's really interesting that mindset because anybody that makes that statement has never run a business before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. In, in no. addition to that, well, yeah. In addition to that, we pay bonuses. So if they hit a certain threshold of sales, we pay them an extra bonus that month. Um, we've got guys that are making thousand dollar bonuses because of how much they sell. And we, you know, we're and our our intent is, and this is something as we grow, we'll have to figure out. But you know, do we raise that bar as someone's, you know, Ed selling ten thousand dollars of coffee a month? Well, he's hitting bonus every month. Do we do we raise that bar a little bit? You know, that's something we we'll have to evaluate when we get there. But anybody that says, "Oh, wow, you're only paying 20 percent to the to the veteran and the, and the company's taking 80 percent," I mean that someone doesn't understand cost of goods, the operating expenses, all these things. I mean, it is a healthy margin uh, for the veteran uh, for the company to 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 be prosperous and, and to stay around, stick around. Yes, can we will will this company be successful? Absolutely, but it will take high high volume to get there, and that's okay with us, you know, because then we're going to reinvest, and so that's. That's uh, but that's how the vet generator generator works. I kind of went on a side tangent there, but that's how it works. No, that's that's great. And the other thing I wanted to to hit on is because it kind of completes 
the circle is tell, tell us a little bit about the empower the veteran this is this is a new venture that you guys are working on well yes and we're trying to complete the whole thing so what we've what we've realized is if, if we get a veteran and we get them trained well and then inspired um, then we're gonna we're, we'll do that they stay around they're successful so one thing that we would have is uh, we would have wealthy folks come and they would say hey love what you're doing um, what what are you you know I want to write you guys a check what's your nonprofit and and we'd say well we're a for profit the whole idea behind this is and the reason we structure it is we want guys to realize hey you don't need a handout you need a hand up and we'll get you going but you don't need a handout so that's the mindset of a for profit um, and we wanted to keep it that way however we have to have you know certain tents at the at the low startup cost to get going but if we if we had um, if we had a Nonprofit arm. I kept looking at this, going, okay. If we had a four uh, nonprofit arm, how would that look? Okay, so you can't set up a nonprofit and say, hey, we're going to raise money for tents and give it all to the Scars and Stripes. So that even this is even involved. So it's like, okay, the IRS would shut that down. You can't, you can't do that. But what if we did this? What if we said, okay, here's a uh, a, a nonprofit ETV Empower the Veteran. And it's a funnel. And over here, you got discharging veterans. You got veterans already out there. And you come into this, and you take what you know, like an ASVAB test would be. But you take a strength finder, weakness finder, and a problem area. And and this is where vets be on the And so when I met Paul, I was like, oh my gosh, Paul. I mean, this you're light years ahead of where we want to be with this thing, and probably how the thing whole thing came together and have you know gotten a, a quicker process to this. But if you had a funnel. And in this funnel, you have programs. You have program one that is basic life skills. You get out. You don't know how to do your checkbook. You don't know how to get your water turned on. You know, you came out of. You came straight from your family that maybe was good family, maybe it was bad family, but you went right into the military, and now you're kicked out, and you're not kicked out, but you've gone out. You're, you, you, so you're out without your resources. You don't. Know what, so that's that's module one, all the way to how to be an entrepreneur. So so uh, vets on uniform has put these programs together, and they say. Okay, now underneath this, we're we're taking and we're refining this veteran, and we find okay now finally we got to a point where you're ready for employment, you're ready for a full time job. By the way, so underneath empower the veterans, you uh, you have any number of for profit companies that are wanting to work with veterans, and and they actually are linked to us. They're certified through Vets Beyond the Uniform. They've already been certified. They know how to handle the veteran new veteran employee, but it could be heat and air. It could be scars and stripes coffee. It could be scars and stripes mutter. It could be, um, you, you name the number of for-profit companies that are underneath Empower the Veterans. So now um, you've got scars and stripes coffee underneath there, which we feel like is the real working laboratory. So in other words, what that means is I think everyone hopefully will want to stay attached to scars and stripes coffee. They don't have to. Uh, but the reason they will is the reason this is going to work is because we can come in and empower the veterans. We can train you. We can get your mind right. We can get your body right. We can get you trained. And then once that happens, we can now go try out the training at a real-world event, say a farmer's market, hunting, fishing show, whatever. We've got our tent set up. We've got our coffee out there. We've got our bags of coffee. Or i got our cups of coffee. you got your squad leader with you. And, and Paul goes out for the first time. Paul gets up there, starts selling to the first customer. Gets frustrated, can't remember some of the topics. Squatter 
picks up on it right away. Hey, I got you six. Let me let me go ahead and get the rest of this one for you. They they come back. They talk about, hey, what happened? What were you feeling? I didn't know all the product information. That's okay. You don't have to know all the product information. That's what I'm here for. You can even tell the customer, hey, I don't know, but I'll get that for you. How many bags can I get for you today? Okay, so you now have a real working laboratory to refine and actually use your skill. So if you think about it, if we have these situations where we have – um, am I taking too much time because I'm, I'm on a roll here? Is that okay? No, keep going, <laughs> keep going. Keep yeah, going. We love, we love okay. rolls. <laughs> okay, so think about this. What we're going to do is we're going to revolutionize the VFW American Legion. Now, I'm not saying all of them are bad. Don't get me wrong. Please don't understand that. But if you look at a lot of them, they're dark, they're dingy, they have no light, they're at night. They're uh, you know The number one thing we're trying to help you from is alcoholism. That's what we put in your hand as you pass on. So let's turn it upside down. Turn upside down. Now we're going to have coffee shops, high-end, uh, decor them out, looks great. I mean, civilians, veterans alike come in, civilians mingling with veterans, uh, an awesome place. You design them for a transition. And what I mean by that is you design them for a transition of you've got, you've got chairs or benches that are against the wall. So you get the veteran says, hey, I can't do it. This is, I'm getting overwhelmed. Let me put my back to the wall. No problem. No one knows this. You walk in as a veteran, you're going to see it. But then as it goes along, we have empower the veterans up top or adjacent to it, and, and, and that's, a, that's only open to veterans. That's the barracks, if you will. That's where the training happens. That's where when I say mind, body, and training, we'll have psychologists that will, will, will know exactly we can do training up there to get your mind right. Then your body will we'll have classes on uh, uh, vitamins and healthy nutrition and those kind of things that you need to do, and then training. That's where uh, vets be on uniform come in. So if you can do those things and make the places intentional, like it's not a place where you come and just hang out. When you come here, it's going to be an incubator. It's gonna you're gonna feel the energy of okay, I can do this. I can like I don't have any excuses anymore. I can do this. And so uh, in addition to that, we can't help everybody. If you're what I call you know, fetal position, you've got a, a whiskey bottle and a gun on the table. Okay, we can't help that. However, we'll be aligned with folks like there's a, a great one called Mighty Oaks out, out in your area, I think, in California. I don't know how far, uh, but Mighty Oaks, Chad Robichaux, great guy. It's a week intensive training. We'll send you to there, and we'll see if we can get you back on your feet. Now maybe now you're ready for the next, the next level. So we, if we do this well, which we will uh, with the right people, now we have a touch point from joining military service, leaving military service, going into your civilian work life, all the way to the time that you, you're ready to retire. We never, miss, we never miss a touch point to the point where there could be a day where we've got – at the NASCAR, you got your Marines up there, a recruiting station, and right next to that, you got Scars and Stripes Coffee, and you got your recruiter saying, son – You'll be the best Marine you ever thought you could be. Spend four years or more. But when you get done, now you get picked up by these guys over here, and you got to be a veteran to join that. So we're completing the circle. Not hard. It is hard, but <laughs> you just got to stay consistent <laughs> at it. But that's, yeah. that's the vision. And, and I'll tell you guys, I'm really excited about this. Um, there are a lot of civilian donors out there, and I'm, I'm, they're starting to come out more than I thought. If we do this, when we do this well, there are a lot of civilian donors. Uh, that are, are going to be what we call legacy donors, meaning they're at the end of their careers, 
and and they've made a lot of money in their life, and they're and they're wanting to do something special. We can have these SSC slash ETV um, uh, facilities all over the country in major facilities, major hubs of veterans all over saying, okay, this is the first-in-class reintegration process by pulling all the resources of the equally, I like to say, equally yoked companies that really don't want to say, let me give you support. They want to empower, and that's what you guys are doing. Yeah. yeah, you know, Dave, I don't think these guys are going to succeed because there's no excitement in Chad's voice. So yeah, I think, I think if Chad learns to get a little excited about what he's got going here, then maybe he could sell it. Um, you know, we're, we we are near end of time, but so there's, you know, it looks like you've overcome a lot of your obstacles, and it looks like I don't even consider them obstacles. They're probably just speed bumps with everything that you got going in that. But what can we do as a community to help support your organization? How can the listeners um, and no, drink more coffee, especially from Scars and Stripes. But what can they do to support your organization? You know, a lot of what we're doing is an awareness program. If if people really understood that, see, veterans don't talk about the problems. You're, you're you're trained that way. Do not talk about your problems. Do not talk about your mental state. But if if more people knew that there is a reintegration problem and it's large. And if you just were more aware of that, because what we're doing is as much as awareness program than anything else, we're trying to make this as easy as possible. Look at any hashtag thing that goes viral, and I don't want to say some of them, but some of them will raise millions of dollars seemingly in a week because of people going and saying, here's my 15 bucks, here's my 10 bucks, or here's, here's 100,000, here's a million. If you just said, listen, I want to look into and say, yes, I want to buy a copy from them. I'm going to buy it from an individual veteran. I want to follow that veteran on their on their uh, their their social media. Uh, that's really what you got to do. Go to our website. Go to our social media. Go to our YouTube channel. Um, I'm telling you, this is real. This is going to work. We've got the we've got the oxygen. We need the fuel. We've got. I mean, we've got <laughs> veterans that are, are sharpening up, and and we're and they're yanking their brother and sister up, and they're making them accountable, and it's working. We just need the fuel. Yeah, I think you've got one other thing going for you. You've got the heat. Obviously, you've got the heat. Part of that fire triangle, you've got it. Um, you know, Chad, it has been a pleasure having you on the podcast. And maybe we, as Empower the Veteran grows a little bit more, uh, we bring you back on to talk about that and how that's going um, and how that's growing and some of the opportunities to support that. I think that, um, you know, we, we are so grateful to be part of this team and, and to help you roll this out to veterans because – we're all on the same page. We all know what veterans need, and we know, you know, they don't ask for it. And, you know, sometimes you just got to kind of put it out there and help them understand where it is and help them be successful. So uh, really grateful for the work that you're doing and really grateful for, uh, as I said before, the relationship uh, with Scars and Stripes and Empower the Veteran. I'm going to pass this over to Mally because she does a great job of wrapping it up. Thank you, Paul, and thank you, Chad, for joining us as a guest on our show today. All links and contact information you provided on today's show will be posted in the show description. Uh, Dave and Paul, thank you again for another wonderful show today. As always, please feel free to check us out at VetsBeyondTheUniform.com, or we can be reached via email at training at BeyondTheUniform.com. Thank you for tuning in and listening, and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Be safe. Thank you. Thank you.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.